0: Megan Fun of Sports is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesars Rewards. Must be 21 or older.
1: And welcome to a brand new episode of Megan Fun of Sports. I am Megan Gailey, joined on a Monday, probably coming to you on a Tuesday or Wednesday when you're listening, but Monday energy with my beloved Megan Connolly. Hi.
0: Hello, Megan. Um, You are fresh off these beautiful pictures that you just posted from an award ceremony.
1: Thank you. You Yes, I... Thank you. I lost um, a WGA award last night to Insight Amy Schumer, a reboot. Um, and yeah, I there were professional photos. There was a red carpet. I think I got there like after the red carpet and they took me just to the portrait room. And the portrait room was fun um, because there were like drinks in there. A lot of friends were in there. So I did have professional portraits taken. Did you and get any
0: am- images?
1: I do believe okay. there was a man using a leaf blower to blow me um, while I was having the photos taken. Blow I just her hair. Blow, blow her hair. my hair, which was, you know, like lacquered to my head. So it'll probably just look strange. Um, but I don't know where those photos are, but they were taken. <laughs> but then they're, you know. They're out in the they're out in the unifor- universe. We
0: should do a Megan fun of sports photo shoot where Eddie we is need holding a leaf blower so yeah. that we get the wind in our hair look.
1: When he picked it up, I was like, "Wow, this is wild." <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but. It was, uh, it was a fun night. I'm, I'm actually, I'm, vir- I'm going to a, another award show tomorrow virtually. Um, and it's a podcast award show. I am nominated for best comedy podcast for my lifetime podcast, and I'm going to lose that too. And so I am. I actually am pretty honored that I'm losing two awards in two different mediums, one in television, one in podcasting, in a 48-hour time span. Pretty impressive.
0: I'm upset that we didn't get nominated for any podcast awards. So let's hey. please, rate, <laughs> review, subscribe, spread the word. Megan and I are here, um, you know, just trying to get nominated for something, right?
1: Yeah, and just— um, It isn't great to just be nominated. I would like to win. Um, But I had a nice piece of chicken and multiple glasses of champagne and, you know, you feel like a winner anyways. Did you go to the after party? Um, no, I stood outside and smoked weed uh, oh. with my friends, and it's then probably better than the after party. And then my driver Sean, who I really hit it off with, loved him. Um, he said he could tell us from the Midwest, which I always appreciate. Uh, so he took me home, and then I ate Cheetos on my couch. And watch sports and watch sports center. Oh, you don't like the baked ones. I just like love. And uh, like when I woke up this morning, I, and I've got gold nails right now. Um, when I woke up this morning, I was like, that gold is, Oh, that's Cheeto dust. (laughs)
0: Well, I'm glad that you had a lovely time at the award ceremony, and you know what? There's always next year, and whatever you post for the Gram, you looked hot, you Thank looked you. fantastic, and you were nominated for an award two this week, which is much more than Eddie or I can say. <laughs> okay, feather in my cap, then. <laughs> All right, shall we um, get started with our morons and our menches of the week? Yes. All right. Um, I will. Uh, I'll kick us off with the mensch. Um, okay, great. So on Friday, I was watching college basketball I mean, not, woo, On Friday, I was watching NBA basketball after mm-hmm. Friday Night Smackdown, and um, the camera cut to this sign that um, someone was holding in the crowd. Uh, Eddie has a picture of it. We'll display it here. I sent it to our group chat, um, and it is a sign um, with a, a younger boy is holding it, and it says. Christian B, our sister is 23 years old and hot. Um, right. <laughs> I love that he is putting his sister on the market for an NBA player. Um, oh, I love that the camera's okay. cut to it. Um, this this young boy right here deserves um, deserves to be brother of the year. Look and, at that.
1: And, it, oh, and, and is that the sister? Um,
0: I don't know if that's the sister. That kind of looks like a motherly figure.
1: That does maybe look like a mother. I, I, so I, I don't know if I agree with you on this, Megan. Um, because what? it's like, I don't think so. I don't think so. And maybe it's just I'm jealous. I have told her brothers it would have never helped me anything. Well, once we were like uh, at a at a deli, like, drunk after hours, and a guy, like, said something about, like, get your ugly girlfriend to shut up. And my brother goes, that's my sister, and she's beautiful. Um, so I guess I have been through something like this, but I do wish he would have said it to a Nuggets player instead. So
0: this was Christian Braun. So obviously this young boy is trying to set up his sister with Christian Braun, which I think is noble, right? Like, if you're going to set your sister up with somebody – You know, go for an NBA player brother-in-law, right? (laughs) How sad,
1: how sad if that was the sister. We're like, that looks like a Sunday school mother. Um, But, you know, it's like Denver, like she's in a sweater, like sweater there is a bikini. So I like, who, who are we to judge, I guess? Um, But yes, I, I need, I'm trying to break through the weirdness of it and get to the cuteness of it. And I think I've finally crossed through. Um... Something weird that never turned cute uh, for my, oh, this is, oh, I was going into my moron. You can go moron. Go ahead. Do your moron. Okay. Okay. Something weird that never turned cute was my moron this week. Jake Gyllenhaal and all of his press and pictures and cosplaying he was doing at this UFC fight. It, like, was so over the top. And so and like if it had just been the way-in, but we just we kept getting so much inundation of Jake Gyllenhaal pretending to be a UFC fighter. And I was like, I don't know, something about this is just like not sitting well with me. And then I saw a tweet um, that was like a picture of him, a retweet, a picture of him that was like, okay, happy for you, but you are the smelliest person I've ever taken a soul cycle next to. And that is like so how famous people are. Like I have to see famous people sometimes listen I ran into Kate Blanchett last night she was a lovely um, we didn't speak but like our shoulders were close to each other and I could tell I go, Tar, this is good energy. Jake Gyllenhaal, you know he shows up smelly to a soul cycle class. I have been in classes, and the only people who are ever, like, really smelly, and listen, I'm smelly right now, probably. Like, when you're a mother, you're just kind of smelly all the time, and that's how you become lots of perfume lady. But for a, like, able-bodied man to just go to a soul cycle class, not properly deodoratized, it's I not okay.
0: the natural deodorant because that stuff never really works. Um, and people still insist on using it because they want to get rid of all the toxins in their body.
1: Yeah. But you know how it's like it, the the natural deodorant is like a seatbelt on an airplane. It's like at least you tried like it's not going to work, but like there's an effort there. Jake Gyllenhaal, he's not using natural deodorant. I think he's like taking his like sweat from the rest of his body and like putting it on his face to be like, this is how I soul cycle. And it's like, it's Soul Cycle. We're not even talking about like basic training here. Like it's like throw on some Dove and get out the door like a norm. And they have deodorant in the in the locker rooms at Soul Cycle. They got everything you need there. If you forget it, there's no excuse. All right, Jake
0: Gyllenhaal, <laughs> stop with the natural deodorant. Start putting on some Dove and, um, and get your Shh. beep together.
1: Okay, Eddie. Now, Eddie. Eddie. Well, come on. Give us your morning and your bench at the same time because we're all over the map.
2: Sure, I'll go back to Mike. I'll start off with the good Thanks. news. I'll start off with the um, the mention of the week. It's Emmanuel quickly. Um, the Knicks. The Knicks are back. I mean, it, nine in a row. Mm. Two wins over the Celtics in a couple a uh, couple of days. There. The most impressive part, though, you figure, you know, the, the Celtics have the the win over the Knicks uh, days prior. No Jalen Brunson. It's a Sunday. You're thinking, okay, well, this is probably the game the Knicks are going to drop. Emmanuel quickly mm-hmm. comes in. The most impressive stat. 55 minutes in the era of uh, load management. 55 minutes in the game, almost an hour. Uh, obviously, the game with double overtime. So, impressive job there for 38 points, uh, 8 rebounds, 7 assists, 4 steals, 2 blocks. It's great. It, this is like, you know, around New York right now with the Rangers being very good, the Knicks being very good. Um, it reminds everyone of the 1994 run. The Knicks had their run. Rangers win the Cup over the Canucks. I'm not going to go that far. Um, plenty of games left in the regular season, but things are, are heating up in Mass Square Garden. So, Emmanuel, quickly, good job on you. You get my uh, my mention of the leak here. Okay, so
1: you're back a Knicks fan.
2: You were out, had, and uh, now uh, you're in. I, I, I was never – I'm never out. I'm out. just – Hockey for me is the priority. Um, I find the NBA. I, I I can't. I'll just. I cannot watch an NBA game of a team that I don't root for. I just do not care. Um, same thing goes for college basketball for me. I don't really have a team there. But the Knicks. I'll I'll tune in when they're when they're good. Uh, I have my group text from home. My friends at home going off at the same time as the our uh, against the odds group techs. Obviously, Parlay Kid, Brother Bry, Meatballs, Knicks, Joel, all Knicks, Knicks fans. Knicks. So I'm like, wow, the Knicks have some buzz right now. And I, I did put the game on. I did watch the uh, both overtime. And that was a lot of fun to see that so uh things like i said things are heating up it's it's a fun time to watch it and they're playing really good basketball so uh yeah good job by you iq you get my uh, my mention of the week and i'll switch over to my more of the week this one is, is a super weird one um i'm sure you guys have been keeping up with your xfl especially your uh, orlando guardians here but they cut a player their quarterback quinton dormity he's a backup uh-huh. They not only cut him, but they removed him from the XFL website. Like he never exists. And you're probably saying, why did they do that? He gave his playbook to the opposing team and it was investigated and it was found out even his coach, Terrell Buckley was in interviews. He did not hold back. He went in on him. I'm sure this guy was getting paid off. He didn't take it seriously. And then, you know, what things about this too. And I've, you know, the, no league will ever compare to the NFL. Just it's a gargantuan league, but there, you know, there. We're sometimes we're in pockets. We're in lulls. We want to watch something different. XFL trying their own thing. We, you know, we've seen the USFL come back. The AAF didn't really work mm-hmm. out. Um, you know, you always want to find stuff to to gamble on. People, you know, as big time sharps like there XFL it is. There it is. It's a brand new thing <laughs> and. It's just making the product and making people roll their eyes when you see stories like this, because how can you take it seriously if this quarterback who's on a roster can? So uh, big time war of the Week. I think the story came out last week, though, but Orlando Guardians, former quarterback, Quinton Dormady, bad job by you for uh, making the XFL a huge joke.
1: Yeah, I honestly did not even know that the XFL had standards and like practices that you like uh, what I'm thinking of, like the replacements or like uh, like when I think of the XFL, I go to like dodgeball the movie like I go to like such a silly silly place that i I guess i'm part of the problem eddie as you're saying it's like this is only going to further that because i'm like oh i didn't even know they had playbooks like i thought it was like they're drawing up a play on like a used mcdonald's napkin and they go yeah just run this a few times but i didn't hear about this
0: news at all and i watch sports center almost every day and I, i didn't hear about this one and i live in orlando Still didn't hear here wow. it. wow
1: thanks for bringing oh, it to us
0: there okay. are good things that will come out of the XFL last time we got the sky cam which i love the sky cam so it will be uh We'll be waiting to see what comes out of this years.
1: End. Bring back he hate me. Who's probably like fifty at this point. Um, my mensch this week is Iowa's Caitlin Clark. I, I believe she went on to be to win um, Big Ten Player of the Year. She, I was watching uh, Sports Center last night, and this girl is money. And there's something about it, like she's like, give it to me, you know. Like she's so she's a junior, so mm-hmm. this we're talking about like a twenty year old woman slash. You know, I, I'm not a girl, not yet a woman, Britney Spears. And she is just so confident. Like, I'm like, get her, get her, get her out of college right now. Like just the ease and just absolute. She felt bulletproof. Like it was like she, you get her the ball she's not going to miss. And it was really, really fun just even watching the highlights.
0: I'm a fan of hers. Um, I started with Mensch, so I will go on to Moron, and this actually segues perfect into what we're going to talk about next. My Moron of the Week is Mikey Meatballs, Sal, and Joel. Joel. They went to go see 80 for Brady. They had to do it so, wearing wigs. And I think they're all lying. Haters. They are being very dramatic. Meatballs said that it was one of the worst movies he's ever seen, which it definitely wasn't. Uh-oh. And um he also said that Tom Brady shouldn't be allowed in the Hall of Fame for this. There it is a picture of our three colleagues, uh, they, wearing They wigs. look
1: like, I mean, this looks like the night it, 1776. Like it's yeah, like I was we've say, got it's
0: more like wa- uh, George Washington wigs opposed to. Yeah, like to knock old off Benjamin
1: wigs. Franklin's. I, I, I
0: mean, thin line, Jane thin line. Fonda would be insulted by those wigs. After Thank seeing you. her collection of wigs in the movie. This is a slap in the face.
1: Um, I totally disagree that it was one of the worst movies. I thought Babylon was one of the worst movies, and because you know why it was three hours. 80 for Brady, you're in in like 93 minutes. Okay. Yeah, like it's great. if it's going to be bad, it like a movie can't even be bad if it's under two hours because you've wasted no time.
0: Um, I saw the whale in theaters. That's up for a bunch of Oscars. 80 for Brady, way better than the whale. Believe it. It was. Believe it. No question. Now, listen, this is not an Oscar award winner, but if you're telling me you didn't feel good after walking out of that movie, you're just lying to yourself. And I heard There was a lot of um, making fun of me for saying I cried. And you know what? I did. I cried. Sue me. I cry over cancer.
1: We like women's stories um and women are talking and she said like these now just naming movies that I haven't watched that are about women but women's stories light up our lives especially you're not we're not seeing a lot of like 70s 80s year old 80 year old women allowed to even be on camera and so I think they're haters and I think they're anti-women and there you go
0: wow put that that in your wig I wouldn't go uh, that part but
1: I just think it was I would. a feel good movie he, right like it wasn't right it and wasn't the only bad. the only way they can show us that they're not anti-women is if we both get a raise this week That's right so, both
0: of us right
1: now <laughs> or I'm going to the national n- national. I'm going to the national labor relations board saying my boss doesn't like women and he doesn't like 80 for Brady
0: all right, we'll do it. We'll take it to HR with um, my other long list of complaints that I have to
1: eventually bring up to HR. <laughs> um, speaking of, so the so the Oscars is this coming Sunday. I, I know that there'll be a prop quiz up. Um, I don't know. I, I so I have not seen a lot of them. Um, I have seen. I I my gut is everything everywhere. Everything everywhere all at once. <laughs> I can't even, even the name is hard for me. My mom called it something somewhere, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I loved that. I think that's probably going to win Best Picture. It seems to really have all of the elements of like, comeback, feel good, um, a, a underrepresented group in Hollywood, in Asian actors. So I think that that's probably the front runner to win Best Picture. And then as far as any other predictions, I think Jimmy Kimmel will kill it.
0: I agree with Kimmel. I just think don't give any awards to the whales. Terrible.
1: <laughs> but I do really like Brendan Fraser. I was on a plane with him once. I sat behind him, and we did share a moment. And I do like him.
0: His performance was good. The movie awful.
1: Awful. And there you go. That's, that's my been, in-depth analysis. That's been Megan of at the, the movies. Um, <laughs> do you want to touch on anything else before we go to our first break? Um, did you watch the UFC fight? No. So I actually hate UFC and I think it's like really bad and not, mm -mm. I don't like it. I don't like their ears. I don't like them beating the crap out of each other. It makes me very uncomfortable. Maybe that's because I went to a rough public school, but I, I actually, I don't know. I don't like it.
0: I did not watch it um, because I fell asleep, but I would like to bring to our audience's attention that Bo Nickel, the pride and joy of Penn State made his debut in UFC, and he looks like Carson Wentz with Cauliflower Year. So I just Mm. would like everybody to know that.
1: And if you didn't think Carson Wentz could get any hotter, there you are. You've described it. Um, Let's take a quick break, and we'll be back with... NBA news first.
0: Building the perfect same game parlay can be time consuming, but with Quick Picks, the Caesar Sportsbook app does the work for you. Quick Picks are pre built same game parlays that turn today's biggest headlines, storylines, and games into bets. They're quick and easy to use, and you can't miss them. They're right on the home screen of your Caesar Sportsbook app. Give them a try, and if you haven't downloaded the app yet, register using code OMAHAFULL and then place your first bet. If you win, congrats. If you don't, you'll get your stake up to $1,250 back as a bet credit. If you have a gambling problem in Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed to Horseshoe, Bossier, City, and Harris, New Orleans. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, which is 1-800-426-2537. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET. New York, call 8- 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369.
2: Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza, better because it has to be.
0: All right, we are back, and it is um, with great displeasure that I have to talk about our next topic. Obviously, you all have heard about it. Um, John Morant will not be with the Grizzlies for the next few games. He is out indefinitely. There's been a series of events going on with John Morant, but really um, what did him in this time was he went on his own Instagram Live from a strip club and he flashed a gun. Now, this is just after... A report came out that he beat up a 17-year-old while he was playing pickup basketball. There were rumors that there was a gun involved in that altercation as well. And then we discussed on Megan Fun of Sports the issues that he had with the Pacers. There were also rumblings about a gun involved in that situation. Um, turned
1: out to be a laser pointer, but yes. we've all had a laser pointer pointed at our head and gone, well, this is the end for me. You know, like we've seen the bodyguard and it's not a, it's not a settling feeling.
0: But um, I am sad about this news because Ja is a promising, very exciting young player with the world at his feet. And I just hope that those close to him help him in a time like this and that he is able to overcome whatever is going on in his life and get back to the wholesome John Morant that we know and love that is dunking basketballs and tipping waitresses at a diner $500.
1: Yeah, we're obviously very pro-jaw here. And Megan, you sent the Jalen Rose clip around to us. And and I do think... Jalen is like the type of person you want to hear talking about this it's like you and I have never been in this situation there's not a world where we ever could be in this situation as two you know fun time white gals who are not professional athletes um but I do think Jalen made a lot of very interesting and valid points and and as you said like you want the people around Ja to really rally but like to what Jalen was saying is like, he is now the leader. Like he is the breadwinner of his family and of his crew. And so he has to be the one to take it upon himself to to make the changes. I think the good news is no one has been hurt. I mean, outside the 17 year old, like things, these are instances that you look at them and you go, these could have been a lot worse. And it's really good that they're not. And let's hope that it, it gets nipped in the bud and, and sorted out now one thing i haven't loved is that when and and i think this is like i do it too and and so i am guilty and and maybe i'm trying to be more aware of it when we want better for someone in their life and in their behavior, we have this tendency to beat them down so much. And so it's like, I saw team Morant trending and I'm like, you know, what, you know, what's not going to help John ja Morant want to become a better person. Everyone trashing his father. Um, and, and I know that that's our instinct to like go, who is the blame? And, and, and Twitter it can, and can be good and can also be very, very bad. Um, but you do have to remember like, this is a 21 year old guy and it's, he's still so young and he's been thrust into such an important role and, and I think handled a lot of it really well and had some obvious hiccups. And I just don't want us to like fully turn our backs on someone who is so exciting and overall really good for the NBA.
0: Exactly. Um, I saw today that he will be out indefinitely, whereas yesterday it seemed like it was going to be two games. Um, and I think Jaws just going to try to, To figure out what's going on and figure out Mm -hmm. a way to be better, take some time away, which hopefully um, is best for all those involved, including fans of like you and I are.
1: I know. I had a friend who got engaged yesterday and then they were going to see Clippers and Grizzlies because Jaw's her favorite player and he wasn't playing. And I'm like, well, this is not what we need. (laughs) Um, But I, yeah. And it it seems like the indefinitely is his choice um, because the NBA handed on a two game suspension. And he said, I actually think I need a little more time. My therapist, I couldn't get in until next week. And so we'll just put a pin in me being with the Grizzlies who are, are suffering. Um, with some injuries and some loss of other players so uh, a a difficult time for that organization and like anytime you see the coach being interviewed he's just like he just looks beaten down and the way that you Think of you think maybe the Alabama men's basketball coach would look, but no, chipper as a chipper as a lark.
0: Well, you know, they are so resilient, this Grizzlies team. I mean, even last year their record without jaw was outstanding.
1: So they did lose to the Clippers last night. I was rooting I was rooting for the Clippers, CJ was rooting for the Grizzlies. Um and it was the first win that the Clippers have gotten with Russell Westbrook. Now, the Clippers have issues. Um, And now, because Russell Westbrook is on the team, they all get placed on him again. And you know I'm not... I- mm-hmm. I don't like it. I talked for like 30 minutes with a man on Saturday night in a green room about my love for Russell Westbrook. And it's like, he cannot be the scapegoat for every single... It's like the... I think the we ca- should
0: point our finger more at Kawhi because where has he been throughout the season? He's Thank back you. now and he's playing well now, but Kawhi, where have you
1: been? And no one really talks about it. I, um, no, because no one expects anything from Kawhi except for good basketball play. And and I think that's actually really fair. Um, but that... That level of grace is not given to anyone else. Like, it's just like we've gone, oh, Kawhi doesn't want to talk to people. Kawhi is a, a loner and like a free spirit or whatever. And so we let him be and and don't really question him, which it's like, okay, then let's do that for Russell Westbrook and go, he's, listen, he wants the ball a lot. He's intense. He's passionate. He cares too much. Why is the same grace not awarded to him? I don't get it.
0: Oh, you are king. Russell Westbrook's biggest fan, without my question. My king,
1: my king. Okay, so as Eddie mentioned, um, the Knicks win nine in a row. The Bucks have been on an absolute hot streak. So is my fantasy team. I've won two in a row. Oh, thank you. Um, Steph Curry returned to the Warriors, and Kevin Durant made his son's debut uh, since we had our last podcast, and the Suns are looking difficult to beat for sure.
0: Yes, they are. And the Mavericks, on the other hand, are not looking so great, even though they added Kyrie Irving to the mix, um, which, I mean, I guess isn't terribly surprising. I am am, um, sitting on the edge of my chair waiting to see what happens between Kyrie Irving and Luca, because I just have a gut feeling that their relationship isn't going to be great. I want to hit on the Celtics um, and the Knicks. For just a quick sec, we watched that game in depth. By we, I mean me and Andrew, Mr. Celtic. Um, Wow, what a game! Two overtimes and. Um, I got to give it to the Knicks. I mean, to go into the TD Garden and beat this team without Jalen Brunson was nothing short of impressive. Um, The Celtics, at the end of the game, they had their play drawn up. Al Horford had hit six threes, so they designed a play to give it to the old man Al. Unfortunately, he couldn't knock it down. Um, But, you know, I think this Celtics team on paper— they are much better than the Knicks, and they have kind of fallen into this slump right now, um, and they've lost sole possession of first place. Obviously, the Bucs are on a tear. Um, it is, it's time for the Celtics to to get back to their winning ways. Otherwise, I think it is uh it's going to be it's going to be tricky for them, especially right now if the season were to end today, I believe they would be playing Miami in the first round and Miami mm, is not a who very play. dangerous team. So, yeah, it's they're very good time in the for the Celtics to turn it on. Um
1: now, my, now. Pace, my Pacers are in 11th place, um which does make them Close to the play-in. I was, like, against the play-in when it first got introduced. And now I actually really like it because Mm -hmm. it just means so many other teams are, like, sort of in the mix till the end. And I know that that was the entire point of it. And I (laughs) missed it at first.
0: Well, it is exciting. Like, your
1: Pacers and my Magic, they're a year away,
0: right? I mean, they have young, exciting players. But realistically, they're a year away from really being in the mix of anything. But the Magic and the Pacers are both in the mix for the play-in The play-in. Which makes this more exciting. Yeah.
1: And also in the mix for the play-in, in in 11th place are the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, Without LeBron, I don't think he's being assessed at least for another two weeks. And before this injury, which came in the Mavs game, he said this was the most important 21-game stretch of his career, and now he's not even playing in it. So it's really... um, Anthony Davis was out the other night, and the Lakers did win without... Um, They're two biggest stars, but just a lot of Lakers. Did Um, you
0: happen to see LeBron's tweet? No. From a day ago? No. Okay, he tweeted this. I'm going to read it to you. Just woke up from having a dream that MJ and I was shooting the beep back and forth at the men's national championship game between North Carolina and Duke. Great vibes, an epic classic game. It was a tie game, 94-94, five seconds left, NC with the ball. My would wake up to use the bathroom right before seeing the ending of the game. Happens all the time. Never get to the end. Anyways, felt real as hell, LOL. Good morning, everyone.
1: I mean we've said it before and we've said it again. No one cares about anyone's dreams unless you're dream journal or you're like dream therapist. So it's like, okay, but like that you thought of your dream, the most interesting part was the game? Like what were you and Jordan talking about? That's what I want to know. Who
0: do you I both just hate? think it's so funny that he writes this tweet as soon as he wakes up? I'm like, Did you really have that dream? Really? He's such a dork, and also that is a high scoring game for
1: college basketball I 94 94. Dang, he's a dork. Um, okay, so moving to the NFL, uh, where there are things happening, even though it is the off season, the combine has come been completed i hope everyone enjoyed enjoyed indianapolis um derrick carr has signed with the saints
0: yes
1: uh, music to my ears i did not want him coming to indianapolis god bless him though um the jets are all, all in on aaron Rodgers, which we like felt like they were it's just sort of a matter of i mean it doesn't it it, there seems no way that he winds up back with the Packers. Um, we and- did not
0: even talk about Aaron Rodgers coming out of his dark room retreat no. whatsoever. No. I know you are very anti-discussing Aaron Rodgers. Um, yeah. But I, I do think he's, he wants, he's begging for us to talk about him
1: absolutely I know know, but that's what's annoying he's begging for people to talk about him and then goes why are you talking about me and it's like (laughs) he's so high school I called him the most boring real housewife of all time and I truly used to love him and I and I still think he's like a great player I don't even think he's like a bad person I just think he's so annoying and the things he does to be like all you guys do is talk about me and it's like yes the media does like totally blow everything out of um, proportion, but you also go on Pat McAfee weekly and say the craziest things and then are shocked when people talk about them. I, the darkness retreat is fascinating to me. Um, No one needed to know that. Do you know that, like, every single NFL player is doing something right now to better their body, to better, like, the way they mentally prepare, prepare, I said prepare. (laughs) It's so embarrassing when you're in a rant and you can't even get the words out properly. But you know what I mean? It's like, they're all doing things to to make themselves more prepared for the next season. Yet he's the only one we have to hear about. And it's like, tell me, what's Juju up to? Okay, I know he was, you know, fighting about Valentine's Day cards. Can we circle back on that story? Like, where are people going on vacation? Are they getting those pedicures where a little fishy chew off their heels? Like, show me some fun. Is show anyone me doing some What are we doing? Who has impregnated their wife? Who is cheating? Like, I want some more fun, not Aaron Rodgers sitting in a dark hole. I live in L.A. You don't think I have to hear about people talking about ayahuasca all the time? I'm over it.
0: Okay, so that is uh, Megan's stance on Aaron (laughs) Rodgers. I think if he comes to the Jets, he won't have to release all these stories all the time because the New York media will be making sure that his name makes the rounds without problem. Before we gloss over the combine, I would just like to bring up one interesting nugget that came out of the combine, and it is that quarterback um, Will Levis from Kentucky, it's come out that he is scared of milk. Like, he is
1: Petrified
0: petrified of milk. I don't know how he feels about the almond variation, the coconut oat. variation, the oat variation, but this man has a phobia of milk.
1: And and so he is one of the quarterbacks that is being talked about um, that maybe the Colts would, would pick because I think he had a very good combine. I don't think he
0: can go to Indy if he is okay, great. afraid of milk. No. I don't think I think that rules out everywhere in the Midwest.
1: Absolutely. Um, So like the the top prospects right now are looking like CJ Stroud, Bryce Young, um, this Florida quarterback, Anthony Richardson, who set incredible records at the combine in vertical and broad jump. Um, Eddie is also noting he's the tallest, heaviest, and fastest quarterback at the combine. And so because of the showing, he has skyrocketed in mock drafts. But what, and what I'm do you left, think of this? What I'm left wondering is do, do the vertical and broad jump translate to success in the NFL? And and so it's like I think we just see people and, and this can probably be said in multiple industries where it's like, they're really good at certain things. Like if someone's a great test taker, I'm a really good test taker. I'm a, t- I'm terrible. I'm like a really bad procrastinator though. So it's like, you actually shouldn't hire me to get something done. But if you have a test, you should hire me. So no, it's like, I is think that's because you're at- a
0: writer. You're like better on deadline. You like the pressure. So maybe you procrastinate, but it always gets done, right? Does it? I don't
1: know. You're because still waiting on that one sheet for me, okay? Because there is
0: something about um, the rush that really, really gets me, which is why I always cut it so close when I'm when I'm taking a flight every single right. week. But um, I, you know, the combine was an indie. You are in the market for a quarterback. Yes. Were there any? Indianapolis insiders scouting what these guys were doing and how they would fit in
1: specifically in Indy. So the mock drafts have come out and each mock draft has the Colts drafting a different quarterback, which lets me know they're holding their cards close to the chest. That's best case scenario. Worst case scenarios. They don't know what they're going to do. If I was picking, I would take CJ Stroud. Um, And that is mostly because he has the same first name as my husband. Um, And so it would just be like, fun, I'm already rooting for a cj and then i got another cj it's like the two most important positions and you have to deal with the shane yeah and quarterback like oh yes this is who this is what i need to just streamline and simplify uh i bryce young is is listed as at six foot on his raya and five foot 10 at the combine and i get it every man every man says they're two inches taller and every gal says she's 15 pounds lighter I've been to a DMV before. I know how it goes, but it's just, um, I i don't know if he's big enough. He's obviously so, so, so talented. Um, and you look at, there have been smaller quarterbacks. There was so much, um, you know, uh, what's his, Kyler Murray, who we I always. I know,
0: but really, I, Kyler Murray's not doing it for me, right? Like, no. if the Colts ended up with Kyler Murray, wouldn't you be upset?
1: I think it's, it's. To me, it's more about like the injuries. It's like Tua is slight and we've seen what happened to him. Like, I think if you put five, five, 10, 200 pounds, that's smaller than like all of my exes and they are not in the NFL. So I I worry about it. I worry, I worry about being able to stay on the field at that size, so, we
0: just re- received some breaking news from our producer, Eddie. Um, it is a tweet from at NFL underscore Dov Kleiman. Um, he has a blue check mark, which obviously means that he is 1000% legit. Yeah. And he yep. just tweeted Tom Brady might not be, in air quotes, done after all with his playing in the NFL, according to the Rich Eyes and Show, who talked to people in indie. Folks are saying, keep an eye on Miami. And what I do want to bring up from 80 for Brady, it didn't seem clear at the end that he was retired. If you remember that last scene when they were all sitting on the beach and they said, what's next, Tom? And he, and he wouldn't
1: uh, answer. He, he was also seen with Mike Evans at the UFC. And so I think that is causing some of the speculation too.
0: He's also talking about going into stand-up comedy, which I'm yes. sure you have major qualms with.
1: I actually don't. Um, I, I, listen, I think uh, there may be a writer strike, so I need work. And it I know he's not writing his own jokes. So it's like, I think I would be a great asset. I'd like to put myself and Sarah Tiana uh, in the running to very funny female comedians who love sports. I think we would do a great job for him. Um, and it is like, people are saying he's doing it to try and win Giselle back. Every male comic gets into it because they want to have sex with someone. So it's tale as old as time. I've seen it. Um, and if he gets into it, like I've been doing standup for almost 14 years. Oh my God. I, I would be better than him just as he's better than me at football. And it would be so awesome to be better than Tom Brady at something. Um, but When Blake Griffin got into stand up like a few years ago, everybody was like, oh, my God, I can't believe he's taking our spots. It's like Blake Griffin's not taking your spots. You know, like Who did he want to sleep with? Um, Off air conversation. Well, I actually know someone who wanted to sleep with him and he didn't want to sleep with her. So I don't know who Mm. he wanted to sleep with. But, you know, he's got a pretty he's got a pretty stacked exes roster. Uh, But he he loves he loves a Hollywood gal uh, for sure. For sure
0: good for him. So that was our um, Honorary Tom Brady News of the Day. Um, Calvin Ridley was officially reinstated and joined the Jaguars. Calvin Justice Ridley, for
1: Calvin Ridley.
0: Welcome back. Um, I am kind of surprised that you're celebrating this much, especially because the Jaguars are in your division and they had a very good season. But you I know, what? know,
1: but I didn't think he should be suspended for the amount of time, and here we are on a gambling network. You think I'm going to begrudge my my comrade, listen, I and, love um, him. We use gambling? the same app
0: app to gamble, so um, I feel like I am right there with him. It could and have now been me, in Florida, you know? and
1: gambling's not legal in Florida. It's not legal So anymore.
0: It wasn't my Detroit Mercy bet that ruined it. It was Calvin Ridley betting on his own team that ruined it. Um, speaking of athletes in comedy, Travis Kelsey crushed it on Saturday Night Live. Absolutely. Crushed it out of the park, and we got to give a shout out to his brother Jason. I, I feel bad that it's like, oh, Travis, and then his brother. They were both fantastic. I, I think I Jason's genuinely very happy with his life at um almost all of the skits, which doesn't happen every weekend in this. Age of SNL,
1: yeah. So I didn't see it. Uh, CJ, I was. People were like, "Did you watch the Rock special? Did you watch Travis Kelsey?" I'm like, "No, I'm at a show. I'm a professional. Mama's got to go out there and work. Okay, I got to get she's paid and busy, baby. I got to get paid twenty five dollars to yell at a man to get his feet off the stage. Okay, so I have not seen it, but I will say this: ca- the cast of SNL right now is I. I really genuinely love a lot of them. And they're so talented, even outside of the 30 rock walls. Um, So James Austin Johnson, Sarah Sherman, um, Molly Kearney. I mean, these are like ringers for sure. And I don't doubt that they, that Travis Kelsey was set up for success. And I'm glad he did a great job. Um, I did ask CJ, the number one question I asked him was, did he, speaking a black scent while he was doing it. And he said, no, the black scent is gone. And so that may be, <laughs> I guess that's a, we've turned a new page and we're moving forward. He's as a white woman, I can say he was one of the least offensive black scent users to me because I love him. Um, and I think he like kind of, Walks the walk, you know, in the sense he only dates black women. Um, So I was like, okay, go off King from Cleveland. But apparently the black scent has retired and Tom Brady maybe hasn't. And that's the (laughs) news.
0: I love it. Um, We got to get to elsewhere in the NFL. Eddie's Giants. There are too many misleading Giants slash Daniel Jones reports, but on Tuesday... It's the franchise tag deadline. So it will come to a resolution before then for him and Saquon Barkley. I work with a lot of Giants fans who think the number for Daniel Jones is going to be probably around $40 million for Daniel Jones. And I know that he earned it. I know he earned it. But I'm just telling you right now. That I think you're gonna regret it, Eddie.
1: I (laughs) I think so. The report that I last heard was that he wanted 45 million, Um, and I think that is what Eddie is saying. Maybe is 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 like uh, I think he's gonna get between 40 and 42. um, That's a lot of money. It is sort of like, and I and I do understand. in the NFL like the way they're paid it's like they gotta get their money because if they get hurt they're not getting it ever again and all of that it is I'm going through a house situation right now and I'm having to like trust a contractor I've never met with a lot of money and Mm -hmm. I do kind of feel like the Giants where it's like yeah (laughs) you did like one good thing but like I don't know you like that okay so if you could come and prove it to me again then I'll give you the 45 million but you want me to give you the 45 million off of a quote
0: I'm not there. I'm not there. I get it. He earned it. They got it. They got to give him a contract. I just think, um, I think three to four years from now, uh, Giants fans, Eddie included, even though he's going to be stubborn right now. And even though his camera's right not on right now, but I know he is shaking his head. I think you're going to regret it. And maybe I'm oh, wrong. He's, yeah. I'll,
2: come I'll on, come here. on. I mean, yes. you, would yes. you
0: rather have ooh, Mac ooh, Jones ooh, or Jalen ooh, Jones? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um... Right now, neither. I, I don't want either. But I don't I have mean, to pay Mac Jones right now. But, you, so- gonna,
2: but the thing is, like I wrote in the chat, like if he gets, let's just say it's $40 million, which oh. it, it may not be because the latest reports are that like Giants beat writers are saying that because of the tag and Jones does not want that, the Giants will have all the leverage. $40 million per year for him next year will be like the 16th highest contract. It doesn't mean anything. The cap always goes up. Herbert's gonna get paid. Burrow's gonna get paid. Uh, like uh, Jalen Hurts is gonna get paid. It, it doesn't matter. So like, it, it's the going rate for quarterbacks. Like, I don't know what what what's the other option. Forty
1: million in New York is like barely enough to survive. So <laughs> I think when you factor in costs of living, um, and I, it, but like you just you just don't you just hear forty million in Daniel Jones, and I think it's. I think it's valid Megan that you go, well, I give you a pause. I will say if you take neither quarterback, if you don't want either Jones, you're sitting where I am and this seat sucks. Um so you Well speaking of guy great,
0: who I am not out on, but I am also not buying stock on. Um I, the Raiders are looking to trade for Mac Jones. I don't, Damn. do not think that this will happen. That's
1: not a good idea.
0: Um, I think Mac Jones should get another try in New England. I just, yeah,
1: I, I, I think just the do. person that can get them. I think what happened in New England is not fully Mac Jones's fault. I agree. I don't think Matt Patricia should have been the offensive coordinator and they got to take a deep look inside themselves on that one. And yeah, you, you, you. You messed up his progress. You set him back, and that's on you as an organization and as a coaching staff, and some on him. Um, and but, what happened with Bailey
0: Zappi was tough, right? Like, Mac is out on injury, Bailey Zappi comes in, and he looks okay, <clears throat> and now suddenly everybody's questioning, uh, you know, is Mac Jones the guy? Should Bailey Zappi be the guy? I do think the Patriots in this year's draft – fourth round, go get a quarterback. Why not? Every year, you should be drafting them unless you have your Tom Brady, unless you have whoever. I mean, they they should be taking guys around that spot every year until um, you have your roster fully set. But I don't think the Patriots should um, look into trading Mac Jones. I just, no, I think that's that's ridiculous. Okay,
1: but then um, something we agree on, but I agree with you because I think that Derek Carr is better than Mac Jones, so I'm like, I don't know why you get a worse quarterback. Um, But on that note, let's take a quick break, and then we will be back with some NCAA basketball.
2: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals.
1: Thank <laughs> you.
0: We are back, and Selection Sunday is less than a week away. This is where I thrive. This is where I come alive. This week, I am going to the Big East Tournament at Madison Square Garden. Could not be more excited. My pick to win the Big East Tournament is Marquette. Um, A little tip for all of you betting or uh, looking for little tidbits here to fill out your brackets. Um, Xavier's leading scorer He's out for the season. Last week on Megan of Sports, I mentioned that Tennessee's point guard looked like he blew his knee out. It was confirmed the next day that he did tear his ACL. So keep that in mind as well um, as you are filling out your bracket. Next week, we're going to have a full bracket breakdown for you. I'm going to give out some players that you need to keep your eyes on for this March Madness run that we're about to get into here. Um, but really, the highlight of the weekend was the rivalry of all rivalries. UNC taking on Duke with UNC's season on the line. They needed to win in order to keep their hopes at the big dance alive, and they couldn't get the
1: job done.
0: Duke got the victory and now has a double bye in the ACC tournament.
1: Really, um, like... Revenge for Coach K, big time, um, because the Duke lost Coach K's final regular season game to UNC. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm. Ex- I love the conference tournaments; they're always so fun. Uh, Purdue, I'm, you know, I'm as hot as I can be on. Hey, they uh, had a win this
0: weekend. It yes. was close, getting yeah. dicey there for a little while, but they sealed the deal and got got it done.
1: <laughs> Yeah, it'll be interesting how they play in the Big Ten tournament. And so UNC is it can't they're not going to they can't win the ACC and get in.
0: Well, I mean, if they win the whole tournament, they get but that's in. The, but it's,
1: that's the only. That's it. That's okay, it for yeah. them. So I mean, there's stranger things have happened.
0: Um, um, Northwestern I, just wrapped up their best regular season in history. Wow! Shout out snaps for the cats. We'll and didn't them- you
1: want the coach fired?
0: I did, um, okay. I, I, hand up, I wanted him fired heading into the season and I wasn't alone. All Northwestern fans yeah. did. And now he bought himself another probably five years, which, yeah, you know, I, I kind of feel like Eddie with Daniel Jones in that situation. Like right now in this moment, I tell you he <clears> earned <throat> it and there's no one else you can hire after the season, ha- season that he's had. But I already know future me, Megan, three years from now is going to regret it. Just like Eddie and Daniel Jones.
1: Um, now they're saying he might get a statue on uh in Evanston so well I
0: mean listen there haven't been many great basketball coaches in Evanston so like Bill Carmody Chris Collins who deserves one more I would probably go with Chris Collins because he brought the team to the big dance twice um and how many times have they been to the big dance in school history twice twice yeah so um I'm just pulling up here our first four out and our first four in our last four in are Rutgers Penn State, Mississippi State, Michigan, and Oklahoma State. Wisconsin is the first four out. So this Big Ten tournament means a lot. Utah State, first four out. North Carolina is sitting on the wrong side of the bubble. They are also on the first four out. Um, But really what is exciting about this March, there's no clear cut number one mm-hmm Houston almost lost to Memphis yesterday
1: Bowser yeah Peter saved them it does seem like um it's not gonna be I think there was that one year when all all four number one picks made it to the final four this year seems a lot more up in the air and I'm just hoping Purdue can make it to the final four. Oh my god I would cry I keep like trying to manifest it uh, but we'll see we're big 10 gals isn't it fun We are Big Ten gals. I do think the Big 12
0: is going to dominate this tournament, though, because I think there are legitimately three teams in the Big 12 that could win it all. Kansas, Kansas State, and I like Baylor because I really like their guards. Okay. I like Texas, too. Ah, there's so many teams.
1: I know. And I'm I'm, telling
0: you right now, the talk around college basketball is where is Rick Pitino going to coach next? Yes. 70
1: years old, but he says he's not done yet
0: and he is coaching the Iona Gales, which will be a dangerous team if they get into the tournament. Um, a lot of people at Georgetown, I was in Washington DC this weekend. I was on the ground getting the scoop from all of the Georgetown fans. They want Rick Pitino in DC, which shocked me because I thought Mike Bray would be a better option for DC. He's done very well. He's from the DC area. Um, you know a much cleaner track record than Rick Pettino, oh, Who to cares say the it's least? DC.
1: DC's grimy when they like, like the men they like, you know, with politics. But they, they want, want a Rick scandal. Pitino.
0: They want him in his white suit. I think he either ends up at Georgetown or St. John's. St. John's to me seems more fitting. Queens, I think he fits right in.
1: I would also throw in Notre Dame. I think that could be a fun twist too. Megan, is there anything, um, baseball is right around the corner. And so there's been a lot made of the pitch clock at spring training. Everyone seems to like it, which is sort of wild. There's so rarely ever a rule change that feels unanimously accepted. Um, is there anything outside of that, that you are looking forward to afraid of, um, Things to be excited about for the upcoming baseball season.
0: Oh, God. I mean, I'm just hoping the White Sox call me and ask me to throw out the first pitch, as I I am every single year. Fingers crossed. I'm going to manifest it that this is the year that I get to do something like that.
1: Um, um, I got it. I got to get you and my cousin on the phone together. I am going to the first Dodgers game of the season that has fireworks. Um, so I'm really excited. We already have the tickets. So I'll get to see the Dodgers and the fireworks. I think Conrad's finally going to be big enough to wear his Mookie Betts jersey. And I have a matching Mama Mookie Betts jersey. So yeah, it's... Um, I do understand that it is a little bit difficult to be a Dodgers fan because they are favored every single year and then they don't necessarily do it. I'm sort of used to that because that kind of used to be the Colts of the aughts era. But I hope, I really hope they win the World Series. And I know no one wants that for them because they're like a powerhouse and they buy their way into it. And I go, come on, it's L.A. If you're not buying your way into something, then you're not being true to where you are geographically.
0: Listen, I will take any record above 500 for the White Sox because if you look at their record over the last 20 years, it's dead even at 500. So we'll okay. take we'll take anything. Okay, it's been a rough go here for the us White Sox fans, and now we have no more Abreu. But I have been watching some spring training. I've been dabbling a little bit, and they look okay. But it's way too early to tell anything.
1: I did go to a spring training game last week in Orlando. Fun, very fun. Um, CJ went to one in Arizona. Um, And he said, Arizona sucks. And I said, yeah, I know that. I could have told you that I've done stand up there and it's one of the worst places. And if you're listening from there, I'm sorry. Um, Not that I said it sucks, but because you have to live there. Okay, on that
0: note, I've got nothing else. I'm glad to see you. I am wishing you and your podcast co-host Naomi all of the luck tomorrow. I hope that Thank you me. win and I hope that this podcast gets nominated next, next year. year. I'm going to manifest yeah. it throughout the year. I'm going to go to a dark room with Aaron Rodgers and um just just pray on it.
1: Yeah. Naomi's also getting married this week. So big week for her. You know, like we're going to lose the award, but she's going to win. Um her husband's love. So are you giving a speech? Um, I'm not, but I'm going like early to help her get ready. (laughs) Okay. I like it.
0: I like it. Well, everybody, um, enjoy your week. Enjoy the conference tournaments. Enjoy selection Sunday. I cannot wait to give you a bracket breakdown next week on Megan fun of sports. But until then, we will see you next time. Bye.